0: Hello, and welcome back to TELS. Hi, Andrew. Hi, love. We already had an argument. No, we didn't. It wasn't an argument? No. Disagreement? No. What was it? Um. Different wavelength?
1: Different directional feelings.
0: <laughs> different directional feelings?
1: About the direction of today.
0: Mm. So, we are changing all sorts of directions today. We're currently sitting in our master bedroom closet, Mm -hmm. recording the podcast in an attempt to improve the...
1: Our place sounds fancy when you say master bedroom closet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's the size of a shoebox. Only like one pair of shoes can fit in here. Yep. You know, trying to improve the quality of the TELS podcast.
1: Yeah. You guys are going to have to let us know what that quality sounds like. Yeah. I think it sounds great. Yeah. Just hearing it <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope it will sound great. And another directional difference is Andrew said that he doesn't want to tell you guys about his relationship with himself. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's boring. Just It's a good one. That's fine. That's all you need to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i had enough- i think
1: i have some faults of my own that i don't really uh that i think i could work on and not really actively working on them so i you guess don't want to talk about it. i guess that aspect of my relationship with myself is a little bit rocky but it's only some i would say minor aspects of my relationship with myself so overall it's a good one
0: it's a good relationship
1: yeah thanks for asking
0: Yeah. Well, I had an epiphany about personal relationships today, and I was trying to get a sense of what Andrew's relationship with himself is like. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, my epiphany was that the relationship with yourself should be like the relationship with the person you love the most or, Mm. you know, people you love.
1: It should be like that in what way?
0: So when you are relating to yourself or spending time with yourself... Do you treat that the way you treat, it, treat the time you spend with a loved one? You know, is that time positive? Is that time supportive? Is that time you listen to yourself? You yeah. know, like actually paying attention to yourself mm-hmm. and not just berating yourself with the self-talk that can so easily take over. Mm-hmm. People always say, you should love yourself and the most important relationship you have is with yourself. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually heard anybody say what that relationship should be like, and it's not like I actively sort that out. I'm sure if I... Well, I think
1: you do more than a lot of people do because you do a pretty good amount of meditation.
0: No, what I mean is that I haven't sought out how what is the relationship with myself supposed to be like. You know, I think if I Google that, somebody has opinions and ideas of what that is supposed to be like. hmm I just hadn't looked it up. Mm-hmm. So
1: I like to spend a lot of time on the couch with myself. That's how we, my relationship, relationship looks. Or the bed.
0: <laughs> as long as it's lying down. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. A lot of horizontal scenes in that yeah. relationship.
0: <laughs> a lot of horizontal scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, Andrew saying that there's a fault about himself. I mean this faults about me and this faults about you but that doesn't make our relationship less good. So it having might, it f-
1: might make it a little less good. You think so? Yeah, probably. But I, I it, think it just But it's but it might always the fa- the fact is that there's always going to be something. So that doesn't mean like relative to other relationships it's bad.
0: Right, but it's also like shedding light on that right? Because as long as you know what it is that needs Mm -hmm. attention, you can actively work to make it better. That's what you do in a regular, like a good relationship. Mm -hmm. You say, oh, this is not working. But if you don't spend time with yourself and like, I don't want to get to know myself as much as I want to get to know you or some anybody else, it would be
1: a waste of time.
0: Yeah. You wouldn't want to be in that relationship. Mm -hmm. Like if, if you think about the way you treat yourself sometimes. So the example I gave to Andrew is like, on Saturday mornings, I spend an hour on my phone before I get out of bed. And every Friday I'm like, okay, tomorrow, I'm gonna wake up and meditate first thing before I get on my phone. Mm -hmm. And if somebody did that to me every single weekend, just brush me off and say, hey, Boosie, I'll be at brunch at nine. And then they show up at ten thirty, or they show up in the evening. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be friends with that person.
1: Yeah, you gotta dump that person.
0: I'd be like, "Boo, bye." Yeah. So, anyway, that was the whole personal relationship.
1: Are you gonna dump that person?
0: No, Why? because instead of berating myself, Why don't you today, man up? <laughs> grow a pair. Well, I mean, first of all, you could try and fix the relationship, right? And if your attempt to fix the relationship you can tell that the person has no desire to fix the relationship then you move on
1: okay i guess we're gonna find out
0: yeah i guess we are
1: see you next week on Tels. <laughs> oh wait we're not done yet
0: oh i won't be here next week on Tels.
1: yeah where are you going
0: i am heading to johannesburg south africa the motherland i am so excited
1: you should be. It's um, a it's a fun place to be.
0: So excited! I
1: wish I was going too, so I could go to neighbor goods.
0: Ah, your favorite place? Mm-hmm. Is that your favorite thing to do in Johannesburg? Yes. One of.
1: Definitely one of. Yeah.
0: I was thinking about. Um, There's
1: a nice little bar across the street that's like a little clothing store, and it has a DJ and a bar.
0: What is it, Catsy's? I think that's what it's called. Catsy's? Yeah. I don't think so. No. I don't know. I think it's called Catty's. I can't remember. I never liked that place when I was there, but... um, What do
1: you know? You didn't go to that place?
0: That place has been, like... I discovered it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, baby. That place has been there forever. I'm looking up the name of it. Okay. It's, like, right across the way.
1: It's on this side. Because that's the bridge. Mm-hmm. so i think it's here
0: yeah it's like right across the street kitcheners kitcheners
1: yeah but but is kitcheners Catsy. that main bar
0: mm-hmm. you see
1: yeah see that's the bad one
0: yeah but it's all kitcheners is it though yeah see
1: okay maybe
0: it's all Kitcheners. It's just like
1: Yeah, but I don't like the other side. Yeah. I like the the hip side. This is the hip side.
0: With the DJ and yeah. the clothing racks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That's, yeah, it's still Kitcheners. All right, fine. Andrew's favorite bar in South Africa. It's going with you gave me a new appreciation for that place. I did not like that place yeah, at because,
1: all. Because um, because I'm cool and you should like what I like because I like cool things.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you keep thinking that, love. It's okay. It's okay.
1: It's true. That's fine. You ain't got to admit it on this podcast to the to the public, but I know. Anyway, so you're going for two weeks.
0: Yes, I'll be back at the end of the month. Okay. Um, it was pretty last minute. I found a flight on Delta, and I was just like, ship it, ship it, ship it. <laughs> okay, going. Just shipping it. So yeah, that should be fun. Visit the folks. Mm-hmm. Visit my little sister. Um, but yeah, for this trip, it's mainly a family trip. I just want to like hang out with the parents, you know, they're getting older and stuff and that's not so fun. Yeah.
1: We're getting older too. Yeah. I'm almost (laughs) middle-aged.
0: Well, only middle age if you expect to live till 80.
1: So middle-aged is now 50, 45.
0: What if you want to live to 150?
1: That's not going to happen, but maybe 95.
0: Yeah, so that's only, what, 47, 47 and a half. Yeah, all right.
1: I got a few more years. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a range, right? So could still be there anyway. (laughs) I'm screwed, basically.
0: (laughs) Got some exciting guests coming up for you in the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Since I'll be away, we've got some great guests. uh, In the pipeline. Coming on Tell's podcast. Yes. And uh yeah, that's pretty much the update. What about you? What is your update for the week?
1: Um, just meetup games galore, basically.
0: How is Maryland live?
1: It was absolutely epic. Yeah. Epic. Epic night of meetup game fun. Twenty-two tables of three five, no limit hold 'em, just from the meetup games. Yeah, just from people who like to watch videos, poker videos, and like poker, and thought it'd be fun to come hang out.
0: Where was, uh, Where is the furthest that somebody traveled from? Do you know?
1: I think, like, the Dakotas, maybe. I think someone flew in.
0: From North Dakota? South Dakota? Somewhere in the Dakota? I'll say
1: north. It's 50-50, <laughs> if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> um, I think that's the furthest traveled for this one.
0: Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a lot of... People traveling from Boston, I remember seeing.
1: Yeah, really all directions because it's such a sort of unique location where people can come from a variety of states around that side of the country. Yeah. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, um, Virginia, I guess. I don't know, all over the place. Nice. Yeah.
0: And so the room could accommodate all these bodies.
1: Yeah, two floors.
0: Two floors of poker room.
1: Yeah, two floors. They have, I think they have like 50 tables or something. Wow. So.
0: Is that one of the biggest poker rooms? Yeah. Is that the biggest one you've ever been to?
1: Commerce is bigger. But as far as as really? as far as meetup games go, yeah.
0: Congratulations to yeah. Mug.
1: Yeah, Mug. I, th- I think we had like, Commerce probably had more games that night. But aside from that, I think we had the most games going like in the, probably the world. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say the country, but the world.
0: The most probably a-
1: the universe even mm. mm-hmm. you
0: don't know if aliens play poker that's
1: true I don't know for sure if there's more three five games going on another <laughs> in solar another system. realm mm-hmm.
0: see talking about meetup games now that you have such big turnouts what is the feedback you get from different Poker rooms, or like, what is the narrative? Yeah, well, we've come ab- a- around meetup games now.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we've come a long way from dude with a camera, two dudes with cameras. Sounds like a funny kind of fun uh, website, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, we've come a long way from you know random person with a camera walking into a poker room wanting to you know record the action and upload it to a public platform um, to now where. Starting to get, you know, messages from various card rooms and casinos uh, saying, how can we take part in this and have you host a game here? So, yeah, the conversation has definitely shifted and continues to shift uh, in a favorable direction. (laughs) Uh, So that's really cool to see because, you know, we're not trying to do anything nefarious or... Anything that isn't beneficial to pretty much everybody that wants to uh, take part in something like this and show poker to a wider audience, so it just takes some time to uh, get people to see that vision. Um, and then, of course, when it's you know beneficial to someone's bottom line, such as a casino, that's helpful too.
0: Was there ever a time that you felt discouraged about you know reaching out to poker rooms asking, "Can we bring this here? We'd like to." host a game and you just get like radio silence or no, not really interested.
1: Mm, I wouldn't say it's discouraging. It's just, it's just going to be like a test of patience, really. Because if you know you have something where it's of value to everybody involved and you have the vision for it, then you know, it's just going to take time for people to come around and see that vision as well. So it's just a matter of like, okay, well, this is going to take longer. It's going to take longer to get it done and have some success stories and stuff um, for all those little dominoes to fall. But I don't know if it was discouraging. Just, you know, like you kind of know what's going to happen eventually, but you have to be willing to wait a couple of years for things to come together. And I think that's like the case for a lot of different things. Right.
0: Yeah. So how do you, how did you wait? patiently I guess
1: Uh, you kind of just do your thing you keep chipping away you know you like make vlogs in the meantime the audience keeps growing you can always do things without asking for approval Mm. which is what I've always done and I think is the way to do it Um, if like the answer is usually going to be no anyway then like we we started these meetup game things without like you know the official like brand mugs on it or whatever it was the first one was like
0: at Mirage, right? And it took, like, two hours to organize? You were just like,
1: um, well we, we can sent we have s- a
0: game here?
1: We sent, out some, we sent out a tweet. I think we asked the day before, like, if we bring a group of people in here, will there be enough dealers for, like, I don't know, three or four tables or something mm-hmm. of 2-5? And they said, yeah, sure. And then so we put out a tweet the previous day saying, hey, come play some casual 2-5. We'll be here at the Mirage tomorrow at this time. And then... You know, it it worked out. And so you just kind of do these things like guerrilla style, right? Yeah.
0: Very good. Congratulations, Brad and Andrew on successful mug.
1: Yeah. Really now it's just like a balance of how many of these things do we want to do a month or whatever and how much like just regular grinding do we want to do?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways you could do that, right? Like if you did tour of you know like a mug tour then you know it's like 30 days and then it's done 30 days non-stop no not non-stop but you know what i mean like in a 30 day or 60 day period you go to all these properties yeah maybe and then you can focus on other things maybe or you you know what i mean or you can do it the way you're currently doing it just reduce i don't know what what that looks like but it's really nice to see people catching catching the vision you Mm -hmm. know
1: yeah i was getting some good feedback um from one or two people while i was there uh one guy who lives out that way plays at maryland live regularly i think his name is nidus he was saying that he would uh be sad if the vlogs became less and less like me grinding and then going to a bar and particularly like some somewhere in particular that I either like or want to explore on my own and it's just all like i'm going somewhere because like a casino paid me to be there or somebody paid me to be there and for sure capturing that as a result of money um directing the content and the the destination or the scenery or whatever
0: Mm, for sure i'm gonna be pissed off okay so
1: gotta find time for um just the stuff that got you there in the first place. Agree. Which is hard to do when you're doing so much traveling. And then, you know, if it's like week after week, if you just do one of these a week, you know, there's still all the time in between them that you have to edit the video from it.
0: And travel to yeah. and from. Travel
1: to and from. So it doesn't leave a lot of time. So you kind of have to cap it. Yeah. Maximum like two a month, it seems like. At least yeah. like in other locations. If we do, we, we've sort of uh, left... Las Vegas disregarded it a little bit as far as meetup games go this year just to try and branch out um, to other locations and to get to where people are. Um, But if we have, you know, even if we're still doing two in other locations, we could still do one at least a month, I think, in Vegas because there's no traveling involved.
0: Okay. Thanks for sharing about Mugs. Shall we go and... Listener feedback? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I got a message from somebody.
0: Yeah, you did? On
1: Instagram. They wanna know, when your spouse is going through a losing streak, what's the best way to be supportive? Mm. And I think you could probably start us off with an answer to that person's question. You think? That's what I
0: think. How do you support your spouse in a losing streak?
1: I asked, does your spouse play full-time or part-time or just for fun? And they said, part-time. He says he's on tilt.
0: Oh, yeah. I think tilt is worse than actually the losing. Yeah. Because the tilt feelings and thoughts are just like downward spiral type thoughts. The thoughts are like, I'm never going to stop losing. And that's what you hear, right, from spouse who is, I feel like I'm never going to stop losing. It's so Mm -hmm. shitty.
1: Yeah, it's just annoying.
0: I... What does Andrew say? I hate poker. <laughs> yeah. you know, And everyone says that. I saw that on Sasha's in- tweet, Twitter yep. yesterday, poker sucks. Um, so, yeah, the tilt is worse than the actual loss of money. So you have to remember that because it's really easy to say, oh, at least we still have money to pay the bills, which is great. Like that should be something that you can focus on and be grateful for that you actually, you know, it's not full-time thing and you're not going to lose your house or lose your car over poker. Um, It's very much the emotional side of it, right? So understanding that it's not really about the money, it's about the mindset. And I think personally, I think that it's really annoying when Somebody says dismisses the feeling and says it's going to be okay. I don't know how you feel about that when I if I say that to you.
1: Um I don't know if it's annoying. It just doesn't have quite the effect as it does for someone who's in a a sane sort of mind.
0: Right. I think the best is to ask. Ask what? How can I be supportive right now? Mm-hmm because i think you're going to feel differently every time you have a downswing right some downswings you might be able to weather a little bit better than others depending on what else is happening in your life so you can just ask your spouse how can i be supportive right now instead of just giving them a cliche like it's going to be okay the truth is it is going to be okay. And sometimes you do need to hear that. But I think most important is to say, I'm here for you. If you need to rant, I'm here for you. If you need to be left alone, I understand. And I'm here for you. And I'm not going to try and nag you and try and help make you like snap out of it. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to be by yourself and process it and think it through and go, should I continue playing poker? Or should I not? This sucks. You know what I mean? Whatever right. you need. So each time, you need to just ask, like, how can I, I want to, I know you're feeling bad and I want to be there for you. What is the best way I can support you right now? Mm -hmm. And for your partner, I think that's important for them to say, like if you have somebody who's not going to say what it is they might need, then it makes it a little bit more difficult.
1: What if they say, I just want to be left alone?
0: Then leave them alone.
1: Mm. That's sad.
0: What are you... I mean, forcing yourself on them is just going... (laughs) Forcing yourself is just going to make them more annoyed.
1: What if I smother you with kisses? Does that help? No, No? it doesn't. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) I mean, there's there's different... Obviously, you know your partner. So you should be able to gauge whether it's really just, I need an hour alone or this person might be depressed and needs an intervention. Mm -hmm. You know, like if the demeanor changes so much that you can't even get a glimpse of your spouse anymore like who is this person this person's like gone then you can intervene and mm-hmm. take action
1: what about this idea mm. what about when it's going really well have a conversation about what do you think is a good way for me to support you when it's not going so well because then that person is in a good state of mind thinking clearly and they can give you some good feedback and be open and be willing to communicate maybe more so than wanting to just be in a shell. Yeah. Good idea.
0: I think that's a really good idea. I think it, when you are in, when you're running good and poker is going well, you don't really want to think about the bad times, even though you know that they will come, you yeah. know, you don't want to think about the downswings, but I, I think it's not even when it's going well. I think maybe even outside of Andrew having come home right away to asking him about poker do you know what i mean like after a poker session i'm asking you about this can Mm -hmm. be a conversation you have like sunday brunch and it's completely not tied to poker at that time
1: sure yeah that makes sense
0: so then it's like Devoid of any sort of poker emotion, even Mm -hmm. though you're always thinking about poker, probably.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the time the person who's going through it is going to have to sort it out on their own. It's going to be, like, at least 75% them working it out. So you're not going to be able to, like, you're probably not going to be able to have, like, the magic cure. Yeah, I think there might be, like, you know, some things you can do that a supportive partner would do regardless, you know, like, depending on how that person... Wants support in their life from a partner, so whether that's like you know acts of service, maybe you know like uh, whatever, cook them a, a meal, yeah, <laughs> or something.
0: I mean, that's the thing, you know. You would do those things regardless, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody, you can tell somebody's had a bad day. If they're a bath person, you can run them a bath and say, "Hey, I, you know, yeah, I know you like a bath. I ran your bath." Yeah, or I think they, that
1: stuff is great because that like reminds you. About other things that are really important in life and gets your mind out of the rut that is like, oh my God, poker sucks. Like everything sucks just because poker sucks.
0: And if they're willing, like, you know, take them out somewhere, you know, whatever thing you like to do. It doesn't have to cost money, baby.
1: No, I'm just saying, like, well, maybe, yeah, like maybe going for a hike or something. It's just so hard to get motivated to do something.
0: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, like if that's available to you, because there's going to be varying levels of the poker feeling or any sort of downswing in life feeling, but going, oh, I cooked you your favorite meal that will bring light to whatever down thing there is, or I bought you flowers or your favorite magazine, or here's a movie I thought you might like, but Mm -hmm. don't force yourself onto them, I think. Yeah,
1: you're not going to be like, okay, so let's talk about some hands, and let's talk about variance, and let's talk <laughs> about standard deviations, and let's talk about how you're studying. Like, I don't think that's going to be, probably not the cure. I mean, everyone's different, of course, but...
0: Yeah, I think it's listening. Listening, if somebody needs to just talk about it, and then once... And if it's not listening, then just asking, right? Because if somebody's not willing to talk about it, then I think it's okay to ask, how can I support you?
1: Yeah. So yeah, it happens in all parts of life. You know, like think about how if something happens at your own workplace or in your own life and you're experiencing some negative life variants, how you would want your partner to support you through that. And it might not be exactly the same way, But, uh, you know, think about how there's, like, lots of different ways. And maybe poker isn't that different. Yeah. Maybe just write him a check for whatever he lost. That's what I like. That's what I would like.
0: No, you wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. Don't lie. (laughs) No. You would just be like, what? What do you you think? I can't. I'll make it back. It's fine. It's just money, baby. (laughs) So don't Mm, do that.
1: I'd take the check,
0: I think. No, you wouldn't. All right. Like if you needed the check to pay your bills, <laughs> you would take the check. But if it was just like poker variants. Right, fine. You wouldn't. Whatever. Okay. It's just a thought. Well, hopefully that helps someone. And, you know, it's it's okay for you as the one the person wanting to help to feel helpless. It's okay. You can't fix everything. And I think if your partner just knows that you are there for them if you they need you and you're willing to support them and you're not going to sort of nag them and go, why did you play poker? I told you not to go play poker on a Friday night.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Then I think you'll probably be fine.
1: Um, I think it is up to us to do some level of work so that it's not spilling over into all aspects of our lives. But don't tell him that when he's on tilt. <laughs> Okay, I feel like that was a good answer. A lot of good good help that we just gave them. I hope so. Like, their lives are perfect now, I feel
0: like. (laughs) Sorted. Okay, so we had one more question. Andrew received a question a while ago about, it was from a younger person asking, what should I do if my friends don't support me on my poker journey or playing poker? Mm -hmm. And Andrew just said, get new friends, period. He Would said, you, what
1: did you do about uh, yeah, um, yeah friends who didn't either understand or support you in your poker playing career? And I said, got any friends?
0: <laughs> I was just like, ah. And then he sent me
1: a thumbs up. <laughs> and I said, okay. I had just woken up when I answered that. And then I gave him a more detailed response.
0: <laughs> Would you care to share with us what this detailed response was?
1: If your friends are actually curious about this Profession of yours or part-time profession or whatever it is then Chances are if you are treating it as such you're going to be keeping records and You're going to be approaching it from a professional standpoint, um, you know Doing a lot of work away from the tables uh, studying in some capacity Researching and finding materials to study Online maybe offline too and then yeah, you'll have like your results your your graph results graph and you can explain why it is that this is something where if you put work into it you can actually have an edge over the competition like any other pursuit that people partake in as a profession. So you can compile all that and share that with your friends or family or whoever it is. The question is What's after that? If they still think gambling is gambling, you are doing this thing because maybe you have a gambling problem or something. Um, This is a silly pursuit. You should do something more uh, traditional with your time in life professionally. And that's when it's time to say... Adios. All right, right, go fuck yourself.
0: Oh, I just said adios.
1: (laughs) Okay, you can say adios. (laughs) And then you look for people that are in involved in the pursuit that you're interested in and that you're pursuing yourself and you surround yourself with a circle of people that are going to be supportive and understand this, that this is not like just some silly rabbit, what is it? Rabbit hunt? Goose goose chase? Goose chase? Goose chase? Rabbit hunt? Uh, that rabbit hunt is when you fold and you still want to see the other cards, like the turn in river after you folded. That's called rabbit hunting. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Anyway. Um,
0: <laughs> How do you do that?
1: Yeah, have to ask the dealer. A lot of casinos won't do it.
0: Really? Yeah, because then the hand is over. Yeah, it's right? like a
1: waste of time and.
0: What good is it going to do? Because it Cause doesn't. people are curious what would any- have
1: happened, and yeah.
0: But it doesn't add anything because you're no. going to make the wrong decision next time. It's yeah. better not to know.
1: Yeah, it could go either way. Like you could be happy to see the turn river, you could be angry to see the turn river. But at least you'll be able to sleep and know what would have happened. <laughs> 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 you surround yourself with people that are supportive. And it's pretty much just that simple.
0: I no. think just turn thirty is my answer.
1: And then you stop caring, or what?
0: You just give a fewerless box, mm-hmm. and then fewerless box after that.
1: About other people's opinions?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: that's one thing. Like, you really don't need to take everything, all their opinions to heart in the first place. But if it's your family, it's all obviously understandable.
0: I, I understand that, but for, for the most part, we're not trying. I mean, we do try and impress our parents and stuff, but we're always usually trying to impress our peers because that's relatable, right? You're going, I'm 18, you're 18. We should have the same amount of like skill. We know about the same about life. Mm-hmm. So if I found something that I think, can potentially work then I want to share that with you and have you just as excited about it as I am because we're at the same starting point imagine what we could do if it works out Mm -hmm. you know I think that's the enthusiasm and then when you get a little bit older you realize that everybody's path is so different and so you shouldn't really be trying to convince people of what you're trying to do you just respect their choice and ask them to respect your choices yeah. Because you can still be friends with somebody who does something completely different to you.
1: Yeah. If someone doesn't if someone like thinks it's a bad thing that you're doing something so unique and different and you're like bringing this like cool aspect into your circle of friends and this like this color into the the group of friends. If they think that that is like a negative then this is not a good circle of friends. You know, if they want everybody just to to be the same? Yeah, be go by the book, stick to this one path or whatever. Yeah. Then that seems like a really boring group of friends.
0: (laughs) Because, yeah, that's true. I mean, you're also not, you know, like if the concern was that you're now asking each of your friends to give you $500 so you can start a poker bankroll, that's different and that's concerning for them. Right. But if you're not asking for anything but for an open mind to sort of, Support you open-mindedly, you know, mm-hmm. be curious. Because you want people that you're with to be excited about your successes and, like, empathetic in the failures or downswings. Mm-hmm. And if they can't do that with, like, an open mind, then you, like Andrew says, you know, you probably do need to look elsewhere for for that type of thing.
1: Yep. Yeah, somebody else asked me, uh, sent me a message asking, because, um, like, when he shares his results with his friends, you know, when he does well, they think it's great they support him whatever but when it goes bad they either uh like make fun of him or you know like chastise him or something Mm. (laughs) so uh he asked what he should do about that because it's like pretty annoying and i said uh at first like i would tell them it's pretty lame you know i get the joke but it's been done you know it's it's not really (laughs) it's not really that funny anymore i get it and if they keep doing it, then I just wouldn't share results with them anymore.
0: But don't worry, young man. When you turn 30, <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. Young man, young woman, it gets better as you get older. It's not completely gone because there's always this we're, we're in community. So you want to be seen as somebody who's actually like doing good things in life and like moving forward and making progress. But. It's so much less important as you get older. Yep. So just take solace in that.
1: Because, I mean, for the, like, for so much of your youth, right, you're, like, you're just surrounded by your peers. Like, when you're going through school, like, you're doing everything together. Right. With the people that are, like, your same age, the same age as you. And, uh... You know, there's just so much judgment, you know, everything's like based on a grading system and you're trying to like do the same things. Everyone's going through the same classes and some people are getting better grades than some people are. And, you know, once you get out of that system, you splinter off into your own path, then, you know, the further away that you get from that sort of environment, the more comfortable you are doing it.
0: Well, hasn't this been lovely? The most focused podcast, except now Andrew's looking at his phone. Um, that we've had since Andrew's not looking out the window.
1: Good times. Thanks for having me in the closet. Are we done?
0: (laughs) I think so. I think that's all we have time for. All right. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Tell's Podcast.
1: Have fun in South Africa, baby.
0: I will. Thank you.
1: I'll miss you. She's got to go to the airport right now.
0: No, No, that's not not true. true. I
1: just lied. I just made that up.
0: And one thing. What? If you like this podcast, Mm. please go and subscribe on iTunes.
1: I'm going to go subscribe.
0: Go subscribe on Google Play or Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Leave us some reviews. Because what happens is if you leave a review, it pushes us up the list so that other people <laughs> can find the podcast and get the same benefit that you are getting. Sweet. If, if you're getting benefit, of course. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting benefit, just keep your thoughts to yourself. But Yeah, exactly. If you're getting some benefit, even one chuckle, the so read us a review. Say so I had one chuckle,
1: one little LOL. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> Lowercase LOL.
1: Yep. All right. We'll take it. Sounds good. See you in the closet next week, maybe. I depending, here. depending on. No. I'm out of here. Okay. See you in the South African closet. Okay. Bye.
0: Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> bye. Bye.
0: Okay.